Today's Mesilai Sharim was dedicated to Rafur Shalema, Miriam Marcel, Bat Silia, Esther. Bezat Hashem, Shishav Rafur Shalema, the core of Mamish and the Zachut of the Torah and the Tzedakah. Okay, so we're holding over here Mesil Zisharim, Perak Yutas. Okay? And we're in the middle of the topic called Ahavat Hashem. And we're about to start one of the three branches in Ahavat Hashem. And that's called Dveikas. Dveikas means attachment to Hashem. But before we begin, what the Mesil Zisharim says, I would like to show you three Pesukim in the Torah. These three Pesukim in the Torah. How you doing, boys? Welcome. These three Pesukim in the Torah show us that there's a Chiyuv de Araisa for a person to reach the Madrig of Dveikas. Okay? So let's see that inside. The first Pesuk in the Torah we're going to learn is in Parashat Ekev. Okay? You ready? The Pesach is over here. Let's find the Pesach. It's in Perakud Aleph. And it's Pesach Chof Beis. Ki im shemor teshmerun et kol ha-mitzvot hazot, ha-mitzvah hazot, asher anoichim mitzav eschem la-shoyso, la-avos Hashem aloikeichem, to love Hashem, la-lechet b'chol derachav, to go on His ways, u-le-dov koboi, so I'm a foolish pasuk in the Torah. It says that a person has to reach this thing called dveikus. I'm going to masber what it is. Thank you. But there's a there's a mitzvah chiv deraisa called dveikus. Let's see the second pasuk. The second pasuk is in Parashat Re'eh. Okay, let's find the pasuk here. It says like this: Acharei Hashem lekechem teilechu, so follow Hashem. Ve'oisai tirov, and you should fear Hashem. Ve'et mitzvotav teshmoru, and you should keep his mitzvot. Ubekoyloi teshmau, and you should listen to his voice. Ve'oisai tavdu, and you have to serve him. Uboi tivdekun, and you have to attach yourself to him. So that's the second pasuk. Got that? Pasuk number one is in Parshas Ekev. Pasuk number two is in Parshas Re'eh. And now we're going to find the third Pasuk. Third Pasuk is in Parashat Nitzavim. Okay, at the end of Nitzavim, in Perak Lamid, Pasuk Chof. You have to love Hashem. And to listen to his voice, and to attach yourself there. So over here we have three psukim. A pasuk in Pashas Ekev, a pasuk in Pashas Re'eh, and a pasuk in Pashas Nitzavim that explicitly tell us that we are chayav to reach this level called Dveikas. Now even though we are in chapter Yutas, chapter 19, in which is talking about Hasidut. That's the highest level that a person can reach. But don't think that Dveikas is only for Hasidim. At least the lower levels of Dveikas is a chiyuv for every single cell to reach you. 
Okay? Before we even define it and understand it, we have to know that there's a chiyuv of this thing called attachment to Asha. Now, we're going to learn even more. Okay? Very important to notice that according to the Masil Sasharim and many, many Mephosh, there's tons of sources on this, that the chiyuv to be dovak Bashem is really the gather of Kola Terekul. That means every single mitzvah is designed to develop the vekas. And that's a very important thing because it's a new approach to doing mitzvahs. Basically, the Ramchal and Perak Aleph says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world in order to do what? In order to be mative to us, in order to give us good. What's the good? The good is that we should be Nene Meziv Ashchina. We should bask in the glory of Hashem. Hashem wants us to have pleasure. What's the greatest pleasure in the world? That is Les Anegal Hashem Velenes Meziv Ashchina. Which the Messiah explains, that means Dveikas. When we're attached to Hashem, that's when we're Nene Meziv Ashchina. The most intense pleasure comes from the highest level of dveikas. Where does that take place? In Olam Habo. And that's why the Mesir Sisharim says in his other sefer called Dast Funis that in Olam Haba we are attached to Hashem Beles Moineya Mafrilu Ma'akev. We don't have a physical world anymore. We don't have a physical body anymore. So at that state we reach the highest level of attachment. The attachment is the Hanor. Then the Masil Tisharim continues, and he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to earn this attachment. So how do we earn this attachment? We come to this world. In this world, what are we doing in this world, says the Masil Tisharim? We are developing the attachment in this world to the level that it's possible to. Okay, let's try to understand. It's very deep stuff. The Messiah Tashorim is saying that what's, what's Olam Hazeh? Olam Hazeh is that you start working on the attachment which will ultimately develop into complete attachment. But the attachment process starts in this world. It's not that Chad is I do a mitzvah and I get cash in return. No. I'm building my Olam Haba and Olam Hazeh. So what's Olam Haba? If Olam Haba is attachment, that means if I'm building my Olam Haba now, that means I'm developing the attachment now. Okay? Now what's, what? More of a than a yeah, it's a Mitzvah. Mitzvah. Means we're actually developing the attachment now. Now. The thing is like this. In this world, we have a barrier. That's what makes, that's what makes it work. Because we have a barrier. What's the barrier in this world? Gashmias, Chomrias, materialistic world is the barrier. So basically, bottom line is, in this world, we are in a shikul. We're in like a, uh, what would be the right word in English for shikul? We're in this thing over here where it's either we're going to attach or we're going to go away. Rikuk v'kiruf. That's the aside of kolantar so what brings us, attaches us to Hashem? What attaches us? 
Mitzvahs. Mitzvahs is the process of attachment. You listening? Mitzvahs are the process of relationship, of attachment. That's what mitzvahs are. Averis is means we're going away. We're breaking the relationship. We're not attaching. That's why the Masil Sisharim says that the first step of the disattaching from Hashem is not even an Avera. It's going into Gashmiz. If a person goes into Gashmiz, even if he's not doing a sin, but he's already developing and building the barrier. And that's why one who goes into Gashmiz ultimately sins. Because Gashmiz is the first step of sin. Because Gashmiz is setting up the barrier. So the aside of life is, am I going to work on developing this relationship? And if I work on developing this relationship and stay away from the things that cause a rechuk in the relationship, then I will be zeichet to Elam to ultimately have the relationship in the highest level. But I do feel the relationship in this world too. And that's the tainug that you feel in this world. It means any tainug that a person wants to feel in this world or any idun that a person wants to feel in this world is based on how much he's attaching himself to Hashem. Because it's really, you're feeling a little of Olam Haba in Olam Hazeh. Shaykh to feel a little bit of Olam Haba in Olam Hazeh. So basically what the Messiah Zashonim is telling us, that the prize is Dveikas. But the Emtsoyim to reach Dveikas is these mitzvahs which in the mitzvahs itself has forms of Dveikas in it. So when we read before three psukim in the Torah, that you have to attach yourself to Hashem. So what's coming out from that? What's coming out from that is that every mitzvah is a process towards the ultimate goal of Dveikas. So unfortunately, Dveikas is not spoken about enough in the world. And it's, it's really Yisoyda Yisoydas. Because according to Masil Zesharim, it's Magdir, all the mitzvahs. Every single mitzvah, the gather of the mitzvah is development of dveikas. Tzchiv daraisa. Okay, I want to read you a little bit for the Pelayoyitz. Okay, it's very, very unbelievable sefer of Pelayoyitz. He says like this. Dveikas b'shem yizborach, attachment to Hashem, he mitzvah metayag mitzvahs. It's one of the tariag mitzvahs. She dovek b'shem todir. You should be attached to Hashem constantly. We're going to explain Dveikas a little better. But right now I just want to show you this point. Becheshek rav. shaleves That a person should have a desire <coughs> to be attached to Hashem with love. There's no greater mida than Dveikas. Dekula ba. Because it includes everything in it. And because it's the most chashiv of all the avodah, kashi hasagosa. That's why it's hard to get it. Okay, hakol lefi ma'isim shel adam, lefi yishtad lusim b'machshava dibo ma'isim yoyim yoyim hoylek v'gadol. Person has to work on it with action, with thought, with speech, and it's something that you grow in constantly. Now, the 
every person is chayef, required by law, according to his abilities, leshtadel bekol koicha, to use his, all his energy that he has, lekayem mitzvazu, v'dikavosei bechol eis shazoicha. So what uh, he's saying over here, he has a whole arichas, you should look at it inside, he has a whole couple of paragraphs on it, but the point that he's saying is that since it's the pre of all the mitzvahs, it's the pre of all the avoiders, it's kol kolul kulay bay. So when the mitzvah, the Torah says, you have a chiv ludovka boy, in a general sense, what it is really saying is that we have to work hard on getting to that step by using all the different emsaim in the middle to get to that step. That's all the mitzvahs that are tali b'diba machshavu b'maisa. So this we have to understand that this is a, a, a wild concept, unspoken about. It's amazing how the Yitzhah got people to learn and got people to do mitzvahs and got people to do chesed. But he hid from them that the point of the whole thing is dveikas. Because he doesn't want to produce dveikas. Because if he produces dveikas, that's the whole oilam habo. He's dveikas. And that's why he got people not to think about it or to talk about it. But our job is to spend a lot of time, not just one vad, many vad, and to try to understand it and to understand what our approach to Kolotara Kula is. Developing relationships. Attachment to Hashem is the source of all pleasure, tainug. This is the point. You're trying to build oilam habob oilam hazeh. Which, if we do it correctly, it makes our spiritual pursuit very pleasant. For many people, uh, a, a relationship with Hashem is a very, very not a good one. Even if they have one. We'll try to give a marshal to understand it. Let's say you have a couple that are married for 50 years, okay? 50th anniversary. And you ask the husband and wife, how did you guys stay together for 50 years? How did this work, you know? A man is a man and a woman is a woman. How did you guys manage to pull this off 50 years to live together? So the husband says, well, my wife, she is such a pain in the neck. That if I don't do what she asked me to do, she screams, she has temper tantrums, she blows on me. I push her, have no menuchas anefesh from this woman if I don't do what she asked me to do. So in order to avoid Gehenim Ba'ilam I listen to what she says. And then they ask the wife, how'd you get along with your husband all these years? He says, she says, well, my husband is such a Balgaiva. That if you don't listen to the king, you know, then he's going to do every form of torture, uh, emotional, physical, and mental torture that you could do to a person. And therefore, I don't step on his toes. Okay? So we live together. No one stepped on each other's toes. We avoided fighting. We managed through it. But all out of what? Iras Oynish. We're afraid of the volcano erupting. And therefore, we kind of get by. Now, we all know that that's not a relationship. Even though they didn't fight, even though they made it to 50 years, but nobody likes each other. They just have to survive this difficult thing. 
Then we have a different couple. A couple that at the 50th anniversary, we asked them, how was it? And the husband starts to say unbelievable praises about his wife. And how much Akar Satoyvi has towards her. And how much he loves her. And how much he gains from her. And vice versa, the same thing, the wife to the husband. That's a relationship. You understand? So there are people that go to Torah. It's very based on obligations. And you don't want to mess with God. Just not a guy you want to mess with. His parnosa, he can take it away from you in two seconds if you mess with him. Don't mess with him. Your health, he can swipe it in three seconds. Da, 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 don't mess with him. So basically, he's a very scary God that has a lot of demands. And if you don't listen to him, you're a dead man. That's, of course, not avoid Hashem. Even though you didn't transgress. Even though you didn't sin. Even though you were a good boy. You behaved. You only behaved because you didn't want to get whipped by this very mean, difficult uh, king who has no tolerance or patience for anybody who doesn't behave. Right? Now, of course that's not avoided, Hashem. That's shtusen va'avolim. Right? But if you explain that Avodah Hashem is like the Zoya says, 613 eights how to develop a relationship with Hashem. And now you have a different view of God. You have a view of a God that is a chacham, he's a chesed, he's rachamim, he loves you. And now, kemayim ponim el ponim, I know that Hashem loves me so much, which we're going to talk about that, because that's one of the big foundations of Dveikas. Because Dveikas is a two-way street. So, when I have a different view of what Torah and Mitzvah is, and when I understand that when Hashem tells me not to do something, it's for my good. And even I can understand the Oinchim in this light, which we're going to talk about, not today, because it's a sugi that we have to really break it up, but I'm just showing you the behind the scene of what we're trying to explain over here. Why is Dveikas so fundamental? Because Dveikas changes your whole outlook and your whole approach in Avoida. It's a whole different approach. Then at the end of the 120 years, we say, how'd you make it through life? I made it through life because Hashem is a native and I have a karsatoiv. And Hashem is so great that I wanted, and I emulated Him, and I wanted to attach to Him, and I couldn't stop thinking about Him. Like the Rambam says, like a woman, a man who's obsessed with a woman, he can't stop thinking about her. That's the way I am towards Hashem, which we have to explain that Rambam, and all these deep things of how to reach these emotions and these feelings. And it was a life of Tainug. That type of guy. Not only did he survive Elam Hazza in the most beautiful, unbelievable, pleasurable way, but now that relationship intensifies by a million times and a billion times, and who knows, we don't even have a number for it, in Elam Okay? Now, so we have to work this sugi very, very well. There's another thing I want to share with you, which also needs to be worked. There's a maral. Uh, Maral wrote a sefer, and one of the books is called the Siv, the Siv 
Amaral, the paths, pathways of the Maral, which is divided into different topics. So one of the topics is called Emuna, Nesiv HaEmuna, the pathway of Emuna. And there the Maral writes in the second parak of Nesiv HaEmuna, the Rambam writes, the, the Maral writes, excuse me, based on a Gemara, it's a Gemara in Marcus. The Gemara Marcus says, Bo Chabakuk Alachas. Chabakuk took the whole Torah, the whole Tariyag Mitzvah, and he put it on a foundation of one mitzvah. What's the mitzvah? The mitzvah of Emuna. Tzadik so Now, Chabakuk wasn't trying to say that you only do one mitzvah. You have Tariyag Mitzvah. But he told you there's a mafteach. If you use emuna as the driving force, then emuna will drive you to keep all tariyag mitzvahs. Okay? Now the maral says the chiddush. Simply the way you understand that gemara is chabakuk is saying life is tough. Nisyonis are tough. But if you use the midah of emuna as your driving force, that will help you overcome all the challenges and you'll be mekayim the mitzvahs coming from the emuna angle. That means it's going to be the manifestation of emuna. It's a deep thing in and itself. But the maral says, and what he means is, you come to dveikus. So what he's in essence saying, just in the mathematics before the lumdis, in essence what he's saying is like this. He's agreeing with Masil Sishar. Mitzvahs, what does mitzvahs produce? Tveikis. You could only produce something if in each mitzvah, the ingredient of the mitzvah is tveikis. Otherwise it can't produce it if it's something totally different. So obviously it's going like the Mesil Sisharim, that the mitzvahs have tveikis component in it, and therefore the Tariyag mitzvahs produce tveikis. However, Chabakuk is adding another step. We can't touch the mitzvahs and think about dveikas if we don't first have emuna. So now we have the map. If you want the road map to succeed in life, the road map to succeed in life is emuna first, which will help us approach mitzvahs with dveikas, which will ultimately reach dveikas, which is Elam So we have the map. It's very important to have the map before you start to make the work. Because you gotta have the map. You can't just go random in life without any direction. You have to have clarity of where you're going. This is a key component to Avoidus Hashem. And although Avoidus Hashem is a serious thing, and it requires focus, and it requires, you know, being involved and doing work, however, it's not supposed to be stressful. It's not supposed to be uh, uncomfortable feelings. It has to be dveikus. It has to be simcha. It has to be dirachea But when we go into Avodah Hashem without a tochnit, that's when Avodah Hashem becomes a big problem. Because basically, we want to live a life that's chomrius. We want to live a materialistic life, which is the barrier in itself. But we feel that we have religious obligations, which are obstacles in the way of how we want to live. 
And then we deal with the stress of dealing with the punishments that come along with living the way we want. And we try to wiggle and jiggle and dance between those two things. However, emuna in general, we have to learn this stuff good, but emuna in general will give us a different perspective. It'll give us a whole new perspective to avoid now, once we have the new perspective, and once we have a new perspective, a sense of self, and why we are here, and the hatova of being here, and we have the roadmap of what life is actually about, that will make the pursuit much better and much easier. Just like a guy goes to business, right? His objective is to make money, right? You don't say standing on your feet all day, pushing the cash register, making making bank, as they call it around here. Oh, it's so stressful. I have to make money. I have to make sales. I have to make profits. Oh. You don't hear people say that. You understand? When you eat food, right? When you eat food, you know how much energy you have to use to chew food? It's not for no reason that people, if they're sick or old and they lose their appetite, that usually a lot of times they die from starvation, right? What's the big deal? You have an alarm clock that goes off at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's time to eat breakfast. An alarm clock that goes off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's time to eat lunch. And supper, it's time to eat supper. Well, eat. That's Eat. No, because eating is strenuous. Eating is, ah, you know how much muscles and energy you have to do for eating? It's like the most hardest thing to do is to eat. So why for us eating is a pleasure? Because it tastes good. You understand? So, avoidance Hashem can be stress. Avoidance Hashem can be hard. Avoidance Hashem can be, ah, blah. That's because it's not going from the angle of emuna. When you're going to come from the angle of emuna and from the angle of attachment, then it's going to be pleasurable. It's going to have tainug. So you have to have tainug. And then we're going to explain, we have to, I'm just mapping out what we have to do, is even though Devekas and tainug all has to do with Avas Hashem, there is a concept of Yeres Hashem. We have to understand the balance. But having the balance of Avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem, still it's pleasurable. It's still tainug. The pursuit of attachment to Hashem is still pleasurable. And that's the way Avayin's Hashem has to be. Because if a person is always forcing himself, then eventually he gets burnt out. A human being needs Tainug. He was built that way. You can't get Olam Habo without Tainug, you know? The world was created to have pleasure. So if you're not going to have a sense of fulfillment, or exactly, we have to explain Tainug. Tainug is not like a physical pleasure. It's more being touched by something, which we'll have to explain that better. All the terms we're going to have to explain. But today we're talking more in a general sense. So now we understand why learning the topic of Devekis is a very important topic, because this is the framework and the background and the foundation of Kula, which the Yetzirah succeeded in our generation to whip that thing out from the picture. Once he took that from the picture, that's why people are failing left, right, and center. Okay, so we have to stop here for today.